0: Um, I I didn't go into the nerd shit because I'm not a civil engineer. Good. Because uh, I was I was like I got back from hiking yesterday and I'm doing my side B and you and I just got
1: done talking to like a nerd on a trail for like hours. Right. I right. was
0: the nerd on the trail talking to people for yeah. like hours. I was telling people where to go, how to get there. Well, that's
1: nice. That's not that's not nerd shit. That's helpful. Um, I was giving people my website rrgmaps.com. No, that's good. All right. So I I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to do a little um sort of a dialectical analysis of what actually is nerd shit and what is actually useful. <laughs> and I think, I think the more, um, like I was talking to a friend of mine and I was like, Oh yeah, I watched the whole lecture and board meeting and they're like, that's nerd shit. And I was like, no, it's not. I'm doing fucking journalism. I'm fucking, <laughs> I'm not, it's not nerd shit. It would, it, if, if it would be nerd shit, if I was looking it up just for kicks, right?
0: Right. Like you're actually, but You're actually doing it. For I'm the purpose. doing a job.
1: Right. And I will not be pegged as a nerd for trying to fucking be a reporter. What a life I live now. We're gonna get, um, we're gonna get media passes from. I can't from wait our, to get the <laughs> media pass, folks. The lame media... and they're like, "What does lame stand for?" And I was like, hmm. "We're the, we're the Lexington." I think, uh, I think the go-to when someone asks me what lame stands for, like, and they're not, and not within the, you know, inside joke of the podcast. I think I just always go like Lexington ambiguous materialist experience. Okay, that's, that's actually that, good. That is the least like. Most true to form, at least offensive, but least revealing. Yeah, or like not least revealing, um, least clockable. Yeah, they uh, can't.
0: They are like, who are what materialist? What? Yeah,
1: right. I mean, if, but if you're like, oh, this is the Marxist experience, you'll never get those press passes. <laughs> 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 oh God. Um, free speech, freedom of the press. Uh, what freedom of the press? Um, the uh, it, <laughs> it's not a free press. that The city government controls all the. <laughs> inadvertently can if if the if it just so happens it's not that the city government controls all media it's just that the people that control all media are officials that were that all they their (laughs) other job happens to be working for the city
0: i um i think on the on the civic lex twitter they uh they tweeted out like no meetings today and
1: using the lame account i liked it that's (laughs) that's good that's good it's i'm it's gonna it's deeply uncomfortable the day civic lex like starts zeroing in on us right (laughs) um i don't i don't know how we're gonna fight the battle but i'm you know every every week we do this i have to i rally the troops (laughs) in our fight against um against us state-sponsored media
0: (laughs) and you guys are listening to the lexington astigmatism marxist experience nice today
1: is february the 21st 2021 in the year of our lord yeah um the uh the, um, the gods have graced us um, with uh, weather that permits me to um, physically leave my um, living quarters, which is cool. Just, a, just barely so. Uh, yeah, once a week it, it, they, they grant me this, um, it seems, because I was able to make it last week. And um, hopefully this is just the end. Hopefully this is the end of snow for a while. Climate change now. <laughs> um. Climate action. Yeah, climate <laughs> climate action everyone needs to go out in Lexington and just like idle their cars in their driveway. See, this is this is part of
0: my if I ever get to an elected position, I'm going to I'm going to criminalize hot weather. Yes. Um finally. And not
1: not in any kind of like meaningful way. I'll just oh. make it illegal for it to be hot. I was hoping that beca- by because it was illegal to be hot, it was just like it leads to just this, like, insane mass expenditure of Lexington on trying to figure out how to control the weather. Um, we'll become Beijing. Yeah. The the Beijing of the West. The Beijing. Yeah, you've heard of the <laughs> Athens of the West. Now get ready for the Beijing of the West. So long, Athens. Hello, Beijing. Um <laughs> uh so we have um have we introduced ourselves i'm aaron and i'm Jenry. we have social media and email that you can contact we us do on. you can follow
0: us on twitter at Lampod, and you can email us your uh weather forming uh ideas and patents at mm-hmm. lexlampod at gmail.com we'd love to hear from
1: you and we'd love to work with you on forming the weather here in lexington mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. make it never hot yeah um, if you're a city councilman, and you feel the need to um, personally apologize to me, you can also um, reach uh, reach us at that um, email. And if you don't, and if you're a city councilor and you don't know what you're talking about, what are you doing? Uh, if you're a listener and you don't know what I'm talking about, stay tuned. Um, <laughs> We got a good show planned for you today. Yeah, this is it's a good one. It's a big one. Um, I wrote I wrote more for this than I should have. Let me just say that. That's good though. Yeah. So I have on the agenda sheet number one. We have to say it as as radio hosts ourselves. I have to say, <laughs> rest in peace to maybe the best political talk show host ever, Rush Limbaugh. Um, <laughs> no man, no singular person has ever twisted the minds of enti- of generations like Rush Limbaugh has this guy like single-handedly um uh, created the like what conservatism was in the united states and it's terrifying he
0: he redefined an entire like an entire section of
1: the of the radio spectrum yeah it's amazing it's amazing um no one no one gets uh no one quite like rush gets to um just you know like joke about people dying of hiv or whatever the I don't know, it's so funny. everyone on Twitter when he died is like trying to like pull up the past controversies of Rush and I was like, no need to pull up dirt on Rush. Just tune into any of his shows currently. <laughs> I'm like, kind
0: of like I'm kind of mad that he died like now though because he gets he gets I... out he gets out before the bad shit starts to happen.
1: I, I, yeah, but like I, I have been waiting for Rush Limbaugh to drop dead since um, January of 2020 when he first said he had like stage four cancer oh like, cancer. And I'm like, any day and every day my parents would li- uh, that my parents listen to Rush Limbaugh, and I was like, this guy's still out here doing it? I mean, he's a real braver than the troops. I'll say it. That's um, true. <laughs> but, I mean, I don't know.
0: He's just talking about all that stuff. He, he's got he's to reap what he sows. Yeah, he does. He's, he need- He's out here early. He's, yeah, everyone, he's got the
1: good ending. Yeah, people need to – indeed. He got – and he was even talking about this, like, in December. He was like, it's great when everyone knows you're dying soon because instead of dying cold and bitter or whatever people start calling you and telling you how much they mean to you and i was like (laughs) rush you're so you're so fucked up um anyway but rip to a real one um we stand on the shoulders of giants um even if that giant is like (laughs) horrible we we never claim
0: to be good people either yeah we we
1: are we are just rush limbaugh but in the other direction essentially oh god! although it. we don't have don't make that in.
0: equivalent that equivalency on this
1: podcast yeah. i don't know i'm already let me say i'm already know that this is what we're gonna get this is what if i'm like i always try to think like what if i was actually on twitter would i get canceled for and i think and i'm like and i walked into this being like it's gonna be this thing it's gonna be me saying rest in peace to rush limbaugh um <laughs> so i just i i i thought i was like you know what in for a penny and for a pound um i ripped to a real one <laughs> Riff and pepperonis. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, um, uh, now moving on to real news. Um, I do want to, uh, uh, this is this is finally. I've been itching for the last two episodes to find something to just like, you know, get angry at city government about. And we finally got them. Pays and dividends, folks. Um, I was worried that things were going too well for city council. So, um, and I finally got turned on to, um, uh, the Lexington Housing Justice Collective. You can find them. Collective.org. these are the people if you remember our um the episode where we talked about how mayor gordon actually can cancel rent um turns out we were like even more right it literally is in krs that um that that mayors that mayors can can interfere with you know rental agreements this is beautiful yeah anyway um well there's some big uh um you know what let me just, before I even read this, let me just say, because oh, this man. is, this was the biggest, like, this is the craziest thing. And ladies and gentlemen, this is freely available information. You can, you can confirm it because I had to go and confirm it myself on the um, PVA um, of Fayette County uh, to see if this is true. And this is insane. And Aaron, like, I hope you're holding on to something.
0: I'm, I'm already sitting down.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. Um, Mayor Linda Gorton is a landlord (laughs) i have no words i she literally owns she folks mayor gordon's a landlord and has been for quite some time this is i folks revolution now folks die mad um because you know i oh god i uh, we actually we gave her praise. We gave show. her we gave her praise on things and, and I, I've printed out this or I I've had my I've had um our producer over here print out um this article from the Lexington Housing Justice Collective Charlie Carey, thank you for this one. Um, You're a real one, Charlie. Yeah, we love you. Um this was published uh, just a few days ago on the eighteenth of February twenty twenty one. The title is Gordon, comma media should focus on stopping evictions, not just rental assistance. I'm going to read a little bit of it here. Um, so, yesterday, the Herald Leader posted an article announcing that Lexington received federal rental assistance money. The article more or less reproduces Mayor Gordon's social media announcements and accompanying press conference. While we appreciate that the story lets people know rental assistance is available, we want to know why the Herald Leader is not running stories on the hundreds of people who have been evicted in Lexington during COVID including over 96 evic- eviction judgments in the first six weeks of 2021, alongside over 500 eviction court cases. Jesus Jesus tight. Christ, like, <laughs> it's horrible. The article also reproduces, without challenging it, Mayor Gorton's claim that she doesn't have the legal authority to stop evictions. As we have said repeatedly, including two Herald-Leader reporters, Mayor Gorton does, does have the legal authority to stop all evictions and certainly has the authority to do more than she is now, To reduce evictions for some legal argument see here it's a hyperlinks i can't click on those it's paper
0: we can't we can't Um, do hyperlinks over audio
1: yeah that would be insane um something to consider in the future nerds um work on that one as for just one example of the legal path mayor gordon has to stop evictions consider krs that's kentucky revised statutes um 39a dot 100 parentheses 2 i don't know what the actual like I to actually phrase that, I'm sure it's like section whatever, which outlines mayoral powers during a state of emergency. Section D allows mayors, quote, to order immediate purchase or rental of contract for or otherwise procure without regard to procurement codes or budget requirements. The goods and services essential to protect for the protection of public health and safety or to maintain or restore essential public services. Well, there it is. We're nationalizing everything, folks. Um, Vote us, vote us into office and we will, under these orders, declare a state of emergency, and steal back the American Water Corp and regain our own uh, water um, utilities. That's freaking American this Water is, Corp. Yeah. The freaking Germans. Freaking Germans, yeah. Uh, so this is um, shocking that um, both the mayors of the largest two towns in the state of Kentucky, um, despite um, surely someone – in their legal department being aware of this statue saying that they simply have quote no legal like like no like like no path to this oh, it's great they're lying through their teeth yeah um anyways um let me um let me continue reading it's it's almost we're almost done with this one but it's a uh, curious some evictions are a serious public health threat. See our open letter from the Herald-Leader for some evidence. This law allows Mayor Gordon to declare all evictions a public health threat and advise landlords to cease all evictions. If landlords ignore said advice and execute an eviction, the ample evidence that evictions are a public health threat and the expansive powers granted in the KRS 39A.1002D would allow the city to assume control over the property. Ladies and gentlemen, assume control over the property and halt the eviction in the interest of public health till the end of the state emergency. Municipalization. Yes, of all ladies property and gentlemen, Take it over. Take it over. This is just one line of reasoning that allows Mayor Gorton to stop evictions. The broader point is that the law gives her enormous powers during the states of emergency, and she should get creative to use that power to stop evictions. Instead, Mayor Gordon is relying on halfway efforts from federal funding to save her image on evictions, while dozens of people get evicted every month in the middle of the pandemic and now a massive winter storm the other broader point is that the herald leader and other news sources uncritically reproducing mayor gordon's narrative that rental assistance is the best she can do allows her to hide behind inaction while people lose their homes our media and our mayor must do better mayor gordon stop all evictions and i took i took that to heart because we are are we not if we it, are we not just but just lexington media have we not uncritically um uh uh, reproduced uh, Mayor Gorton's State of the Union I think they I think they are referring to uh, like you know normie media uh, work leader. Work. We are we, we must hold ourselves to a higher standard and, and and I know I'm certainly guilty of just of just repeating stuff that Gordon has said during the State of the Union because I'm like I don't know how to confirm this <laughs> um, this is this is this is a this is, I, I felt this one was addressed to me and of course you can find more of these posts and stuff like that on Lexington They also, I believe they run, or at least they link to the Lexington Tenant Review, which is a website that if you haven't used it, you should. If you rent, you should definitely write a review about your landlord. Um, I know there are some certain landlords that I didn't find on there, um, and I think they should be, um, because, you know, landlord reviews can also, the the tenant review is also positive. Um, But...
0: you know, it's it's uh it's the the cliched quote of uh you can really judge a society by how it treats its weakest members, mm-hmm. and uh we we are we are at a point now where we're not treating people who literally cannot afford rent because of the pandemic by yeah.
1: circumstances beyond their control, yeah. we're just kicking them out on the street. Exactly, it's the market, baby. Um, so moving to actual news, right? So in city hall. I tried to confirm this bullshit, ladies and gentlemen. I read Beth Musgrave, of course, everyone's <laughs> lame top contributor, a writer. <laughs> writer from at the Herald Leader from the Musgrave newsroom over here yeah. in Lame. Well, she's like like her articles are actually good. I don't know how like she mm-hmm. actually covers city council stuff. Um and she ca- and she covered this one, um but I was unable to confirm it because I did not watch this live. I tried to watch it back on the live stream archive. It was a 12 hour long video file, and the stream of the video file only went to like two hours in. So I couldn't actually see the looks on those sorry people's faces when they oh made no. the votes. Um, but I would like to point out that you can't get in on digital antenna, but Lexington, uh, Lex TV does broadcast.
0: Yeah, this is something I found out last time is that if you have a digital antenna, you're just SOL. Yeah, but, but uh, if you
1: have Spectrum for some reason, it's channel 185. If you have Metronet, God bless you. Um, their TV pricing is really expensive, um, but it's MetroNet Channel Three, and if you have Windstream, okay, channels three and twenty. I don't know why they get two, um, so you can watch more of uh, of Lex TV. Yeah. So, um, what happened, ladies and gentlemen, is that there was a um, uh, inter internal disciplinary um, action recommended for a police officer for crimes um, for offenses he has committed, right? And if he does not accept said um disciplinary things the matter will be taken to city council where all the city council everyone we elected will act as a jury um and god help right so it's a hearing followed by um uh and this is crushing internal debate a closed session debate because open meetings law lets you discuss personnel matters in closed session right so the actual juror um debate over this man's fate um as his continued uh, continuing to being a cop um, was not was not able to be viewed um and then they voted so they voted at like one in the morning on friday on this one right um but coming back around trying to set the stage trying to do some dramatic pacing don't spoil anything aaron yes some Um, some background some uh yes so some background this is we're, we're talking about officer middleton over here um this is a black police officer who has been on the surface since 2007 um and uh let's see i don't want to start with his past defenses because that would seem like a weird uh, so during the blm protests in the summer right where with lexingtonians famously kneeled with the cops yes um the one of the one of the most peaceful blm protests in the country i mean (laughs) these people didn't you know we we were uh, one officer middleton um was uh communicating um certain details um to sarah to uh protest organizer sarah williams right um and things like uh oh we'll go into that Basically, nothing it, it, nothing in my opinion that would violate anything right? nothing he was just like telling her like here's what's happening yeah however um police when they caught wind of this um issued a warrant for both for his phone and Facebook, and Sarah's phone and Facebook, right? Thank God most of their conversations happened over Signal, which if you don't use for all of your communications, convince your grandparents to do it so you don't have to use SMS anymore. Um, and don't even think about using WhatsApp. Don't yeah, WhatsApp yeah, exactly. Facebook was subpoenaed and Facebook gave all way information to Yeah, so not, or they were issued a warrant anyway. Um, so this is this whole thing is happening because, and the reason it's going to this. Is that um, is that this is a it is a matter, it is not a matter of whether someone has done something wrong. It's a matter of loyalty and it's a matter of symbolism, right? So, the police department is per it wants to fire this guy not because they think he's a bad cop or anything like that. Um, although we'll get into what they do think about him, um, but because he has in a symbolic way um, defied the police, right? Um, by trying to help the protesters, right? So God forbid we help protesters. Yeah. So um, let me uh, let me read you a little um, a little uh, section from Beth's uh, write up. Um, so uh, you had lawyers for the city, and you had lawyers for Officer Middleton at this. Um, so uh, um, Mr. Horn, a lawyer for the city, says. Officer Middleton's conduct during a highly stressful and potentially vulnerable time during the history of our community, the most significant policing event in our community in 20 years, demonstrates that he should no longer be a police officer. Chief Weathers testified that Middleton should be fired because he put his fellow officers in jeopardy during protests, which went on for 59 nights during the summer. Our allegations against Officer Middleton is that he provided information that could be used to insult, intimidate, And harass our officers while they were working the protests, Weathers said. Officers who were called out by name by those protesters were removed from their duty posts, Weathers said. Weathers, who is black, said race was not a factor in this recommendation to dismiss Middleton. Bullshit. Yeah. Police testified Thursday that Middleton shared a screenshot of a notice that the department's emergency response unit, parentheses, its SWAT team, um, would be called out to help with the protest other information shared with Williams was an email asking if offer if officers wanted to work the protests right that's what he shared and for some reason they want to fire him over this basic information that we should all know in the first place um in my opinion uh they do and I didn't write any of it down because it was a real just fucking bummer um they did go on to um sort of list some of the, um his uh past uh um, officer Middleton's past uh, experience in the police department where um all all these white cops are just like 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 point blank ra- <laughs> racist i remember
0: one of one of the quotes in the article was that um they his uh his white officers would would call him the token
1: black cop. yes they they did call they were they they did refer to him as the token black like cop. to his face yeah insane um oh it's just a
0: lot of fucked up stuff which like is that. like it's like going up to me oh not not quite the same thing yeah uh but
1: uh, you know it's absolutely insane yeah. um stuff like that so here's the so here's here's the for many people here's the twist here's the conf here's the thing right um officer middleton has had disciplinary issues in the past right where he has used police resources right um to stalk his um uh his a, a former partner of his um and so f- let me say this and this is this is where my hot take comes in right because we haven't even gotten to the to the, um, to what the decision is on this one. Um, my hot take is that they're all cops and they're all bad. Exactly. Right. He should have been fired the first time around. Um, because he, because he's, he's a fucking, you know, cop and you can't like, like actively targeting a woman like with police resource, like so fucked up. This guy like should have been fired then and there right now. So they took that very serious thing. Right. And he got like a demotion or something like, you know, the cop, like they didn't, the city council didn't have to oversee it because he agreed to what the internal police thing is. So we didn't have to go into detail with a lot of the presentation of evidence like we did in this one. Um, so, you know, the police covered that up because it was a cop doing cop shit and they're like, and the police were like, we will obviously defend our own. But the moment he does something even, you know, minusculely against um, the uh, actual, uh, the actual sort of, sim- uh, just like the symbology of a cop um they want to fire him right so for two hours the city council goes into um a closed session deliberation right and um these people these people and ladies and gentlemen if you listen to this podcast for a while you'll understand the pain in my voice voted unanimously to fire this guy it's always unanimous with these people it's always like you know i didn't i didn't vote for hannah Because um, I expected her to, um, you know, to uh, side with the police chief, like, <laughs> like I, I don't like. And here's one other thing, right? Like, okay, maybe, maybe because I don't know how these proceedings work in its entirety. Maybe you're not allowed, because you know, maybe you're not allowed to um have dissenting votes. But that's like at the same time, city council's not a normal jury. Well, I I, I asked the Sheen.
0: Yeah, about whether or not you can dissent, and well, she, she said can't... it's possible to well, dissent. It's
1: possible. I'm, I'm, I'm cur- I think the um, I'm, I'm trying. I'm curious if the uh, proceedings for um this actual thing are different if it has to be unanimous. Oh, I, true. I doubt it. The language that Beth used seemed to suggest the langu- like every report seemed to suggest that uh, they totally could have dissented.
0: If you if you dissent, uh, Mayor Gordon evicts you. <laughs> <laughs> That's the that's the threat. She's she's sitting there with the eviction notice, waiting to be signed. <laughs> if you if you even think about dissenting,
1: yeah, yeah, it, it's super fucked up. Um, if we ever have the uh, pleasure of speaking to any of our um council representatives, we will be sure to ask him ask them this very question, um, which is of course why would you why would you vote to fire this man for uh, doing in this case nothing wrong um ignoring that he should have been fired the first time around for being a cop um like super super fucked up um i mean cops i
0: would I would say this is my take i would say cops are worse than landlords
1: yeah right that's the confusing yeah it's it's yeah it's um
0: the only thing worse than landlords
1: is a cop yes mayor gordon now gets to wield both on this special day <laughs> um Anyway, fi- a final hot take on this section is of course that he was fired for the wrong reasons. Um, so, but now we have something. Now this is the good part, right? I've given you the sour. Now I'm giving you the sweet, ladies and gentlemen. The Tram board meeting. Oh uh, God. They met. Uh, I want to say on the seventeenth, sometime this week, sometime recently, and uh, it was good. We had a report from the uh, road.com people, the Imagine Lexington Project. Um, and uh, I was very pleased because – well, high school me was very pleased because um, uh, it I used to drive to and from school and other places every day during rush hour on Nicholasville Road, right? And I had a lot of time to sit there in traffic. And sort of study and analyze the flows of traffic and figure out why things stopped where they were and i thought to myself man if only we had like a bus rapid transit where every right where the right lane in nicholsville road was bus only slash right turn only right you wouldn't have any of this congestion issues that you currently see in the corridor between southland and uh like alumni right
0: this is uh this is unironically like my favorite onion news video have you seen this where they this is like from uh, from like Obama's first term, and they and they're like uh, we're gonna we're gonna drop the high speed rail proposal in in, uh, in favor of high speed buses. Amen. And um, the the shoulder lanes have been rechristened to high speed bus lanes. And the high speed buses go like 150 miles an hour. <laughs> I love but that. But for for roads without shoulders, you just share the road with high speed buses. And so they have like a 3D graphic of the bus <laughs> weaving like, in and out got, of. Little...
1: Oh, it's I always imagine it had like like a like a cow pusher on the front. You it's just sort of went a kind
0: of it. yeah. It's got a little nose cone, but it's <laughs> it's the bus weaving in and out of normal through speed traffic, <laughs> <laughs> going like 150.
1: That's awesome. Um, but bus rapid transit, it's really good. Um, so I was uh, a little shocked to find out though that um, while they did adopt my very correct and very right idea of what they called BAT B-A-T I forget exactly what it stands for um, but it's literally they're on the right lanes and for, so from their plan right is if it actually gets implemented is that from Man of War to Southland Drive right that's when, that's when uh, Nicholsville is at it's widest right the right lanes will be um will be bus and right turn only right it's a very cheap thing to do doesn't you put up signs you paint the roads that's the only sort of input you have to have on it right and you just it's it only the only increased cost is really operating costs to run more buses right so um then very and this is very frustrating to me right so even though we will be finally overthrowing that behemoth that um which is, you know, it was cool. It was a quirky thing about Lexington that no real city other, no other city really did. But they will be in this plan, finally abolishing um, the. Uh, I forget what I forget what the technical term is, but when they switch which lanes go where, um, depending on peak drive time. Oh, that yeah. yeah. And it, as, let me say this: as someone that had to drive inbound during evening rush hour on a single lane of traffic in front of Central Baptist, I really, really. Drove me up a wall, and it's why I wanted to do bus rapid transit in that corridor. Because the reason it was so slow is that everyone was trying to make a right turn onto um, Alumni, right? And as soon as you passed Alumni, you'd be smooth sailing, right? Now, if you had this this um, you know sh- uh, like ex- car express lane, basically, and then you had their right turn only lane, a slash bus lane, right? Not only would buses pass through quicker, but you also wouldn't have the issue of these cars that are just trying to go from like Rosemont garden to alumni to make a right turn, which I was doing right. You wouldn't have these people stopping up the rest of traffic. Um, yeah. I don't know. It would be just my thought, but ladies and gentlemen in the Southland to alumni area, they are opting for what they call mixed traffic. Um, and you may ask yourself, what's mixed traffic. I didn't realize we had segregated traffic and we're well, mixing them now. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, is mixed traffic is just exactly what they've been doing. There would be <laughs> they, they will simply just be abolishing that the the lanes are changing, but they won't be having bus only right slash right, They won't be doing BAT, or you know, like like, and that's what needs to be happening, right? And then this is where things go even crazier, right? From the section between alumni and um where the road splits into limestone and South Upper, right? They will be doing bi-directional center right of way um center rail bus rapid transit where they will have to take the center turning lane right and it's just one lane and the inbound and outbound buses have to share it and at certain intersections the road splits into two lanes and there's a literal platform between them right and that's where the other buses wait to pass the other ones and it just like seems so much more expensive and so much worse like this 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 doesn't make any sense and, they're, and they'd be doing it for like you know like just the length of the campus and i'm like why just who, who are these people that are making these decisions i it's I, I, well it's just a proposal right but like i don't know it just seems crazy to me that um they didn't just say fuck it we're doing we're doing you know bus only lanes in the right lane the entire way through Like, that seems to be the obvious, simplest, cheapest answer to me, right? And now, instead, they have to be like, oh, we need to get funding to build center platforms for our center bus rapid transit that will last for, like, two blocks. I mean... Absolutely. It's it's going to last
0: longer than any kind of light rail we will ever do in Lexington. Ex- yeah, exactly, but only marginally so.
1: I, I thank God not a single person at LexTran fucking brought up light rail because light rail's such a fucking like I get it, it's cool, trains cool, uh, but like fuck light rail. It, the bus can do it all cheaper and better and now and we don't just have the money to pay for infrastructure. That's why that's why the BAT lanes are so good. Because it, it costs, like, nothing. It's no extra infrastructure to have bus-only lanes. Like, and you get the same effectiveness. does it matter if it's on rail or if it has, you know, wheels. Like, like I, it's so, like, I'm so glad no one's brought up light rail. I used to be like, when's the light rail coming back when I, like, the only urbanist, like, the only, like, content, like, a- academically that I consumed about urban geography was the fucking uh, NumTot group on Facebook and then i deleted facebook so i had to quit that and i i grow wiser i actually went to class and i like tried to get a degree in it um and that oh, maybe that did something too that that ruined your your childlike hope my childlike of, hope uh, by re- i'm not i'm not worried about it it's fine um uh what's interesting though is that they're like this isn't they're like you know this isn't just a um brt project this is also um a uh a um, and say it with me everyone everyone's favorite term transit oriented development project Oh god yes ladies and gentlemen yes ladies and gentlemen and before we even go into the issues with transit oriented development let's just bask in the glory right um of uh the next stages they revealed what the next stages of fayette mall might look like right where what next stages of fayette mall well yeah so fayette mall plays an integral role because route five which is nixville road route currently goes through um fayette mall right uh-huh. um but what's interesting is that the people have been in contact with the property owners of Fayette Mall. And the Fayette Mall property owners are down to basically get rid of a majority of their parking and put more stores, like, build more of the mall, like, in the parking, which is, like, awesome. I are love they, that. That's are they aware crazy. that, like, malls are, are going down? Not this mall, baby. Fayette Mall oh. is, uh, is around for – this is the next – they have to – they must – this is their their path out, right? They're going to build – they want what the summit has right what the summit has that they don't is like apartments and stuff um the other thing fayette mall is doing and this is really tiny but if for those who know you know they will finally be adding access to shillitoe park from the mall so you can walk between shillitoe park and the mall oh well that that makes sense yeah no longer will you have to climb over the fence and into that sort of like um bridge runoff where the train goes I don't know if you've ever done this. A true, I've never done it, but it, I, it's I've a imagined good, it's doing it. It's a really it. good graffiti spot if anyone is interested. You know a lot of good graffiti spots. I'm not gonna go into any more detail about my career as um as a graffiti artist. Um, but <laughs> 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 um anyway, so there's lots of different um property um development stuff that they want to talk about. Um, they have talking about adding, um, bike lanes that are protected by bus lanes and different stuff like that. They've talked about adding, um, bus priority signaling, which is pretty wicked. I'd love to see that. And, um, I don't know. I think it can be, I think if they get the money for it, it will be good, right? There's current, there are current, there's some current state and federal grants that are available for stuff like this, but comma, they all require that local government pay up first, Right and um so rip rest in peace to us um uh, who knows when we're going to get a local government that's committed to funding transit but what's funny is that they did a survey right they led with the survey and they talked they asked people like what can lextran improve right so people were like you know more frequent buses which i've been saying all this time ladies and gentlemen more coverage which i've been saying better bus stops i've been saying I, all sorts of things right all the general like things you want to see which, is, which would simply just come from increasing operating costs and just running more buses in more places, right? More frequently and covering more times. Like, once again, ladies and gentlemen, my fucking – this is my – I don't know what the what – the, what pop cultural reference this is, but the hill I die on will be Bus Route 16, Woodland to Southland to, I think, Appian Way. I don't know. It's the one that goes to the fancy fucking – bus stop on southland that they've done all the work on southland renovating to add all these nice things to make the bus stops more usable but what folks what's this it only runs on week like it only runs on business days and hours like good luck trying to go to the co-op on sunday if you live like on campus um now you have to take the five and like get off somewhere around rosemont garden and like walk all the way down rosemont garden to it which is really really bad imagine walking yeah i mean that's a big distance too it's yeah i mean and it's like you know it depends right when i lived in chicago that distance would be like nothing Mm -hmm. when someone's like oh it's a 30 minute walk and i'm like great that's short let's go but they have pedestrian infrastructure they have pedestrian they have pedestrian infrastructure exactly as soon as i moved back to lexington that like i basically that whole idea like left my mind right it's like totally it was shocking to me i was like i was like oh my god my schooling's coming back to me the geography doesn't form the psyche um because whenever i go back to chicago i'm like all right i'm down to walk 40 minutes somewhere and as soon as i get into lexington i was like oh i have to walk two blocks to get that i think i'll drive like you know really horrible shit um but anyway um things are looking up their next target is um doing a proposal for um everyone my favorite my favorite 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 talking point in all the history of lexington's urban geography and that is of course the northern part of new circle road um the one with all the businesses and the good part of Nicholasville road i may say um as opposed to the shitty limited access highway which fun fact um is entirely cleaned by the state new circle road is not i was looking at these snow clearing maps and um the all the state highways that go into lexington once they cross new circle lexington takes them over right but for some reason the state's like no we're doing new circle um curious stuff also new circle's a state route yeah i know but technically so is like broadway oh true. and so is like tates creek road but like what i'm saying here um is that it's funny to me that um uh uk does not the um all the routes like uh alumni drive and all those things like that um those are all snowplowed by the city so maybe uk um you should stop uh, being such a drain of resources on our community i don't care that you're vaccinating 2,000 Lexingtonians a day (laughs) get your own damn plows yeah get your day get your own stuff i mean like you know the fact when the day they shut down the um their own personal power plant I, I cried i was like damn uh a, an era gone <laughs> but anyway um what was what was interesting is that there was a guy one of the i'm assuming he's a board member that was like you know he raised a question he's like well won't this take away car well it, you're getting rid of car lanes right and they're like yes and he's like but that means there's less places for cars to drive in there." Yes, and they're like, Are you trying to force us to, to ride the bus? And they're like, well, we wouldn't say force, um. <sighs> and I'm like, <sighs> you know, so they had to, we had to take a little diversion to do some, you know, geography 101, transit 101 with um, with this guy and explain to him, if you have buses with good infrastructure, people will simply ride the bus instead, right? It's cheaper. Yeah, they're like, they're like, it's about incentive. They're like, well, it's not about it's not about forcing you to ride the bus it's about incentivizing bus use and he's like but by doing that you're de-incentivizing the car and they're like yes yes fine masks off yes um like it's <laughs> i don't know and, but you know what? at the end of the thing they explain stuff to him and he's like oh you know this makes a little more sense and i'm like okay cool um but yeah really goofy that you know but it's important because this guy represents the id of every lexington suburbanite right <laughs> Like, this is the kind of person that is opposing it, right? And it just so happened that they had a test case where they had like five different experts just on hand um, to talk about, to talk about, like,
0: in case anything went wrong.
1: Yeah. That's, I feel like that's the thing with, uh, with like
0: Americans and car driving. There's something, there's something like, I don't know, very, very like, uh, integral. To the American experience, is that every American at least feels like they deserve some kind of a car. It's it's tied to liberty and freedom and stuff like yeah. that.
1: Well, I mean, mostly because you absolutely need it. Like for instance, the idea that um personal vehicles will ever stop existing and parking spots will ever stop existing in Fayette County is laughable to me. I think. Um, you know, we are we are uh, at our core, we are an urban and a rural government, right? And um, fuck. Again. Yeah, but we'll Um So you know, uh, it's gonna, it's going to see the rise of things like park and rides, right? And that's what they're proposing on the other side. Which they're like, this currently it's going out to Jesmond County to Brandon Crossing, and you can park and ride into town from there, right? And I was like, good. Now do Nicholasville, right? So I don't have to, I no longer <laughs> have to drive anymore. I can just ask for a lift to Nicholasville and not have to deal with ugh, cars anymore. I'm just, I'm moving. I'm like. I hate sitting on the floor, guys. I don't know if you've heard What did like just we talked about this last time, this crisscross. No, I <laughs> This is not the way. I'm just I'm if anyone wants to like pay us some money to buy like, I don't know, chairs. A we table, got chairs
0: we got a chair and table on the way Alright, okay, we do.
1: Alright. I'll keep saying it until it happens then. It's happening. Alright. <laughs> um anyway. That does it for um, my section of news. Uh, and
0: now stay tuned for uh, some more talk about infrastructure. Oh, um, yes. You guys know what it's going to be. Yeah, uh, I'll leave that as a surprise voice. for the next half. Uh, and we'll be right back after these messages. All right.
1: Mike, talk. Mike, day talk. Mike, day talk. Mike,
0: you guys are listening to LAME, the Lexington astigmatism Marxist experience. You can get in contact with us on Twitter. Recently, I found out that uh, up until like last week, we had uh, disabled <laughs> DMs from the world. Yeah. Uh, so if you tried to DM us and uh, you weren't able to, that was our bad. That was uh, That's apparently just like a default, um, which I wasn't even aware of. Uh Um, but now you can dm us now all of your tweets um you can send us all of blake hall's tweets um, because we just love reading them um and i'll
1: I'll even read them a second time
0: (laughs) i'll read them a second time and i'm not even joking about that that's not even a bit um we can read you know all, all the tweets that you want us to um you can send them our way speaking of sending things our way you can send us all of your comments and suggestions um at the gmail that's at LexLamepod at gmail.com. We got any
1: letter letters to the editor, which is me. Um
0: Yeah, freaking Jenry emails the lame pod the other day.
1: <laughs> well, I don't I don't I, I, I didn't think I had your email saved to my account or something, and I was like, you know what, I'll just I'll just email the podcast email.
0: And um, I get I get this I get this Zillow thing from we can't reveal our plan. From Whitesburg. <laughs> I'm like we don't even deal deal live in Whitesburg.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the, the 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 dark timeline is that we become landlords but just in just, just in, in just in Whitesburg. Yeah, God just, help we, us. we just become um real estate empire people just and- like not in lexington we'll have
0: yeah we'll be the land oh god i can't even say that with a straight face we'll be the landlords of Weisberg. tom sexton's gonna be the fucking water water guru of uh of whitesburg gonna be perfect tom we'll sexton's call gonna him, be we'll elected
1: call him, we'll call them all czars again oh god i'm the um, water czar and with that that's the middle of the show oh god yeah i i'm so sorry for trying to do bits during the the announcement section
0: uh, give us five stars on iTunes. Please do. Um,
1: Apparently, it's not. This is okay. It's not iTunes anymore. It's Apple Podcasts, which blows. Um, um, I'm gonna still. I still have iTunes downloaded on my computer. It's how I get my podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, whatever. It's Apple. Apple product. Word of mouth is incredibly important, folks. Give uh-huh. that in that five star Guerrilla review on campaign. Apple Podcast is like it's it.
0: We already have three of, three of them. Very three, good. Three reviews. One of them is from me. <laughs> but uh we have we have Ain't no two, shame in that. We have two natural reviews. Two um, natural reviews. So we appreciate it. Um and with that, uh we're gonna continue on to the second half of the show. All right. Mike, data. Mike, data.
1: Mike, Ben Mike, data.
0: Welcome back to LAME, where the Lexington astigmatism Marxist experience uh, may be telling for uh, what we were talking about today and what we're going to talk about today with the astigmatism thing, because that may or may not be the short-sightedness of uh, government and companies going around uh, in in Lexington and the Fayette Urban County government. We have uh, some interesting news uh, which we're going to talk about today. Um, you may have heard of the parking garage that collapsed on yeah. Thursday morning over by Rupp Arena. Mm-hmm. Classic episode of uh, Lexington infrastructure collapsing before our very
1: eyes. Yes. And, of course, um, and I know I'm spoiling some things, but for those of you um, making your guesses now, yes, it was owned by the Web Corp. Yes. Um, so. We're going to get into that the fine the fine developers of the decade long center pit project the dividends keep being paid and we have another
0: we have another incident of uh, borderline plagiarism here oh god um, much like episode 1 uh we're going to we're going to be doing some uh, well there's your parking garage
1: well there's your parking garage uh
0: so let's go into some history uh with just parking garages in general this i thought was interesting uh-huh. if if you go if you go to the wikipedia for parking garage oh, dear. It, it's surprisingly very interesting um so in uh, 1901 the first parking garage was developed in london by the city and suburban electric carriage company uh, mostly to be used for believe it or not electric cars
1: yeah it was before there was the ga- before there was the gas car there were the electric cars and they had a range they had a range of 40 miles with a top speed of 20 yeah they still killed people in the streets ladies and gentlemen so they're if you thought electric cars were going to fix it, bad news, no, we already tried it. They
0: didn't have Elon Musk to guide them towards yeah. a depressing future.
1: Exactly. Elon, um, e- Elon Musk would have found a way to kill more people somehow.
0: The uh, the first U.S. parking garage was built in Chicago Amen. in the West Loop in 1918. Uh, this is... This is absolutely hilarious. The hotel it was built for got demolished,
1: yes. but the
0: garage got to stay because it was declared a historic building.
1: That's beautiful.
0: But then in 2005, it lost its historic status <laughs> and got demolished anyway. Damn. Um, that's kind of and then you know parking garages have just been a a bane to society mm-hmm. ever since. Um, yeah. We've you know we've been living. 103 years with parking garages and you know i really don't think society is better for it Yeah, 103 years of just extortion um, at least in the united states now yeah. we have 120 years ever of uh, parking garages now there's a lot of different kinds of parking garages i was looking at these um there's you know the freestanding ones which is the one that collapsed it was it was attached to its own building but it was it was its own exposed parking garage mm-hmm. um there's the classic building pedestal, and that's the technical term, mm. where you have a parking garage underneath an office space or some kind of residential center. Yeah,
1: think um, Hancock Building, maybe the Sears. I don't. I, Sears Tower doesn't. Han- Hancock Building, the new World Trade Center, one building they built, all got parking for like mm-hmm. the first, you know, like from floors like two to twenty just cars
0: i have uh i actually work in one of these um and there's actually more floors of parking than there are for offices that's messed up (laughs) which is just fascinating to me yeah um they can also be connected via pedway um which is just evil uh they can Mm. be open or enclosed depending on how much carbon monoxide you want yeah um they could even be things like vending machine style we have some subterranean parking garages here Mm -hmm. um and they can even be on boats there's an interesting one of a parking garage interesting picture of a parking garage on a boat or a parking garage boat uh, on the wikipedia um and it's called the parking ship
1: interesting Uh, i will i you made a comment and i want to defend it you you shat on the connected via pedway (laughs) <laughs> and I take great offense to this because this is, of course, a direct attack on my favorite quirk of the city, which is the um, downtown pedway system. And I absolutely, um, I absolutely refuse to have this one robbed.
0: Well, they're me. they're all they're all in between web properties. I know. And we're and we're gonna get into that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. Fun. Fun aside, folks. Um. If you can ever successfully complete the um downtown pedway loop, um. I did it once. I'll say that I'll did it once and I don't think it's ever going to happen again, unless I like, like time it correctly. Um, so if you think you can make it happen, folks, um, uh, send us an email, yeah, send us an email, explain your process, explain your, your logic, because we would love to know how to complete that sort of pilgrimage.
0: pot at gmail.com. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, those are all the different kinds. Um, the, yeah,
0: the construction of these things means usually low ceilings, I was reading about how there was somebody who had like a heart attack in a in a parking garage, and the paramedics couldn't oh, no. get through because oh. because the ceilings were so low.
1: Monsters, absolute monsters.
0: Um, and also the nature of the construction of these things, it usually costs about twenty five thousand to thirty five thousand dollars per parking space. Fuck, really? Yes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Which is absolutely insane. Um, and then they have different the 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 modern construction style now. Is there's two there's two main ones. You have steel parking garages and prefab, mm-hmm. um, and they have stress pre stressed pre-stressed concrete. Uh, they're starting now to use carbon fiber mesh inside of the steel inside mm-hmm. of the concrete instead of steel, yeah. um, and that's for that's for corrosion protection, mm-hmm. um, which is which is relevant to what happened here. Um, so, like I said, there's concrete and steel uh normal garages uh, most people have probably seen a normal garage and they're becoming more and more pre-cast now mm-hmm. as uh everything is moving towards prefab
1: yeah if you look at that um that uh, abomination that they built over the kennedy's bookstore in fazoli's oh god um, that parking garage with the with the ugly monolith um like screen that's broken constantly that's all made out of just lego basically pretty much um now here's okay I've been looking at
0: these steel parking garages and it's like, it doesn't leave much to the imagination. Like imagine a parking garage, but instead of concrete, it's steel. And that's basically it. I've I've seen them before. It looks like a death trap waiting, Uh, waiting to collapse in on itself. I believe in it. But yeah, yeah, they, I mean, all the people, obviously it's their job to promote it, but they're like, this is stronger and cheaper. Well, the uh,
1: the beauty of steel is that if it's, under too much stress it will just bend and tell you right? ah. like concrete and wood if you're i mean you wouldn't build a wooden parking garage but just like not for, with my, that attitude my you. knowledge of like constructing things right like if you're building stuff that's like load bearing um uh fun fact i'm a theater major and if you're so if you're building a platform right if you build it out of steel and then you you want to put a whole band on top of it right or whatever, and you load up the piano and you see that the steel is bending, you can go, Okay, that's a mistake and you can take off the piano and fix it, right? Uh-huh. If you're building a wooden structure and you put the piano on it and you start going up there, the wood will not tell you that's about to break. The wood will simply just snap in every way and you'll uh. just die. Right. I think I think steel's good, is my is my opinion on that i am I b I'm I'm willing to hold one out for steel.
0: Well, it's you know, they say it's cheaper, more reliable, and longer lasting than concrete. Um, so I guess time will tell.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, not that not that concrete's bad, ladies and gentlemen. I still have a heart out for our brutalist structures out there. That's but, we love
0: the brutalism. Mm-hmm. Um so th- back to shot. circling back to Lexington uh-huh. with this particular parking garage. Uh, it's owned by the web companies, yes, the yes. web the web developers. Their their uh, slogan is developing tomorrow's landmarks. So embarrassing. You might you <laughs> might recognize them from uh, the Big Blue Building, otherwise known as the Lexington Financial Center.
1: Yeah, they also made um a- a- honestly the best landmark um the the most the biggest cultural landmark of Lexington save, aside from the Big Blue Building is of course just the Giant Pit. Um, everyone's favorite. Everyone's favorite. Yeah.
0: Um. There's a uh, City Center.
1: The Pit. The yeah. Pit.
0: <laughs> yes. Vine Center, um, mm-hmm. which is right next to the Big Blue Building. And then of course everyone's favorite parking garage that just collapsed.
1: Yeah, a classic.
0: Um, And then they also happen to manage the square. And I was looking at their their website and the properties they manage, and it's basically every building in Lexington. Yeah,
1: no, the web web company is the first to get municipalized. Once we start our once Mm -hmm. we start looking at um, at retail uh, retail sort of construction and stuff like that, um, we're just we're not even we're not going to even contract out to them. We're just gonna we're like you work for us now. They're um they're the Lexington like Saudi Bin Laden group. Yeah, literally. I can't wait for a um I can't wait for a dejected web child to um go oh, out God. and start like doing terrorism in like I don't know like in like Latin America. <laughs> I could see it happen. Yeah.
0: Um. So, this is from the Herald Leader article. They said, "Quote: Problems with the parking garage were known at the time the building was purchased, and the owners have been working to address structural issues." Yeah, like putting up a big sign saying "Careful." yeah which basically means they didn't do anything yeah so we actually I, as far as I could tell I can't I couldn't ascertain to when this parking garage collapsed specifically yeah but I do know that on Thursday morning at 5 a.m there was a parking garage and at 6 a.m there was no longer <laughs> a parking garage yeah <laughs> So sometime between, between 5 and 6 a.m., this parking garage collapsed because you get different reports. Yeah. Some people will say in the, in the, early, in the early 5 a.m.s, they'll see, like, right after 5 or they'll say right before 6. Like, so which G- is a- it? A- yeah, G- a- um, but, yeah, sometime between 5 and 6, uh, they say that, quote, winter weather. Uh, has claimed yet another parking garage yeah um and you know our shoddy engine our shoddy civil engineers have lived to see another day yeah. of like wreaking havoc on all of the infrastructure Indeed. here in lexington uh, which is absolutely absolutely crazy that yeah. they can just like get away with that
1: they're like oops we did it again oh well
0: and i i've seen conflicting stories too i believe there was i, I think it just collapsed like i don't think people said some people say there was an ice truck on it or like a plow on well, it
1: let me say this when you look at like the drone shots or whatever there was clearly evidence of a snow plow truck going over that area and then stopping halfway through what you thought its job was going to be mm-hmm. like if you watch one of those dumb like very satisfying videos um and it would it it you know i would let me say this the snow pattern suggests that there was some heavy vehicle over that mm-hmm. area for a time Um, but who's to say if that was the straw?
0: It's a, it's a web cover up. Yeah. (laughs) There's a, there's some guy on the Lexington subreddit who posts drone videos all the time. Yeah. Um, so I bet, I bet he has, he has the, the video, the video of the event.
1: Yeah. Thank God for people like that because I'm not, I'm not too, I'm not dumb enough to go and buy a drone just so I can have like the two images I need. Mm -hmm. I'll just have, I'll just have some other dummy do it for me.
0: That's right. You know, outsource your labor. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so, this, okay, this is just, like, this specific city requirement, which the Herald leader just kind of, like, glossed over.
1: Yeah, they just said it, and I was like, you have to go into more detail on
0: that one. Um, they said, so there's no city requirement for private parking garages to be inspected? Like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah, if that's, like, I don't, yeah, I, like, I don't, like, that sounds so bananas like that's
0: (laughs) like that's just something that we're okay with
1: yeah no requirement to just this is where we store all the incredibly heavy heavy things that we own um that people also are are in from time to time Mm -hmm. it's only i guess it's only lex park
0: that is subject to any kind of scrutiny
1: correct because they are the only like government thing. That runs anything Mm -hmm. so at least the you know what i'll feel safer spending too much money to park in the helix garage next time the helix garage which of course ladies and gentlemen stands on top of a former train station so um you know just think about that one
0: check out last week's episode if you missed uh if you missed it where we talk about the train station Mm. um well and you know there was a thing with the uh with the helix garage um and that was their death trap well, all, yeah, almost. Uh, like, it almost collapsed. Nice. But then uh, but then the civil engineers were like, hey, this is about to collapse. And then the city was like, oh, we'll fix it.
1: Yeah, well, you would hope they would fix it because, like, it's on top of um, the clerk's office. No? <laughs> I mean, like, there's, like... <laughs> I think, it's, I, I think hope- it's behind the clerk's office. Uh, well, it kind of I think go, well, it goes to the edge. Yeah, uh, you would let me. They, just say, they connect. Yeah, just uh, just imagine the tragedy, the the real. Well, there's your parking garage episode. If the parking garage that was above the county clerk's office was a privately run, <laughs> oh god, <laughs> be horrible. A web a web properties
0: clerk office. Yeah. Oh, then we'd be then it would be just an absolute
1: nightmare. Yeah. Well, it's convenient, right? Like you get to. You know the Helix parking garages is awfully convenient. If, for instance, if you wanna graffiti on the cops, oh if you wanna go directly to the cops, they got their own little parking and door there. So you know, lots of um, lots of creative choices can be made through the um uh, continued disinvestment in uh, parking garages. Um, just you know, hear me out. Hear hear me out. Government. Um. So, what what does
0: this mean for the future of this parking garage? Well, as you might expect, they're gonna rebuild it. Jeez, they're just repairing it. Um, which Blake Hall has some really good, really good discourse about this yeah, on his of course, Twitter. Yeah, so Fucking course he does. Check him out, it's Blake Hall uh, and
1: Beth Musgrave that just take this, that just you know put the show to shame. Are I mean, they're
0: working hard at the writers' desks of of uh, lame at Lame Plaza over here. in yeah, the in their writing out,
1: department. Uh, uh, I am. Uh, they're out there like, if only I just had the golden voice of just two college-aged idiots. <laughs> uh. But um yeah, they're just gonna
0: they're just gonna rebuild it. They're like they could be they could like put
1: literally anything else. It's a it's a valuable property. It's on it's like It's next know, to Rup. It's close to yeah, it's close it's like could be anything. Anything but a parking garage, folks. Uh, anything but like and the thing is that like what's so like it's not even like from the perspective of high street, right? it's literally um literally a lot like it is there is there is so much potential to actually build up upon that and actually have you know buildings on both sides of high street which i know is a shocker to some people
0: imagine a future yes. with buildings on both sides of high street
1: yeah right we can have
0: it ladies and gentlemen <laughs> we can have it if you if you elect the right people yeah. and you get and you get i don't i don't even know how you interact with the web people we just mean you know, to it applies
1: them i, I you know, hold them at some point honestly once you you get the right people in you get the right police reform you want and now that the police are a um are a, a a a force of the working people you make the police go and steal the keys from web and they're like you work for us now um and then in my
0: notes here, I mean, I was writing I was writing this late at night, so I just kind of I just kind of lost it. I'm gonna spare. I can tell. I can I can I can just spare the listener uh, my my
1: rambling. There's a, yeah, I could I could I read some select um, quotes. Yeah, there? sure, go yeah. for it. Um, maybe we should pressure city council to consider requiring private garages to get inspections. Question and, and then followed by on Terrabang Several people have died in Lexington because of the lack of inspections. Why is this an issue? um why is can someone explain the reason to me why parking garages are above being expected um, other than so shit like this can slip by and happen all the while they're cutting costs to make a few extra hundred dollars fucking hell <laughs> what is the life what is the lives of human beings worth to these people municipalized municipalized parking in lexington no more private companies handling parking it's all Lex Park now and you're going to like it. Everything is the Spiral Garage. Jesus fucking Christ.
0: <laughs> so, okay, so this is this is um after reading about how there've been not one, not two, but three incidents right, of um of parking private parking garages in Lexington killing or injuring people. Yeah. I don't know I don't know if you're familiar with this story about I... um at the at the Chase building. Uh, uh yes. there was there was this concrete slab that apparently nobody had uh, thought to check, and it just, uh, <laughs> it fell down. I mean, this is this is seriously like just a tragic story because yeah. it fell. Some some truck backed into it. Oh shit! It fell onto the pavement. It's this is like seven ton, yeah, freaking concrete slab crushes a pregnant woman, Jeez. eight months, eight <laughs> months pregnant. Jeez. Like seriously, these people are uh, like. It's just absolutely ridiculous, and there's yeah. no there's no oversight. Yeah, and there's there you know no no one went to jail over this. Nobody, I mean, I don't know if anybody. I would hope somebody went to jail over this. Although I can't I, I can't confirm my, it. My, my my assumption is that
1: no one, no one, no one and lost. And like their stamp holy over like this. holy
0: shit, Lexington! Like oh my god! Like just require private garages get inspected like these things have heavy machinery on them yeah like how hard is that like why is this an issue
1: this is one of the few buildings that really needs the inspection Uh, yes
0: There's like you know i mean even like okay let's say let's say you're in the pockets of the insurance companies right you don't want fucking cars to be totaled like as if you if you are beholden to the insurance companies they don't want cars to be destroyed either yeah like who who are you benefiting yeah by by not requiring this like it's a public it's a public good like i literally like physically cannot understand <laughs> why this is an issue like why why is it that just like private com- private parking garages don't have to be inspected like i i'm ugh, i am just frustrated webcorp <laughs> oh my god like seriously like call your city councilors. yeah ask, ask them, them ask them why this is even a thing ask them if they would be interested in changing it the other way and if they say no uh demand demand to know why because this yeah. is
1: abs. this is insane people literally have died because of this yeah contact your city first off if you're listening to this and you just like you got at large people you can talk to you have your local person. You have the mayor. There's like four people that are supposed to be representing you that you can talk to. Not even just the one, right? And if you're lucky, maybe you can guilt some of them. If you, if you live in the right districts, maybe you can bully like Hannah Legree into caring about your parking. Who knows? And and with that, President Speaker, I yield my time. All right. Um that's confusing because normally you close the show. I don't know. I'm. I'm. Oh. We're, we're. We're. in an administrative black hole now. Well, uh,
0: I will say I. I yield my time on side B. Um, <laughs> I. I'm. I've been. It's been brought to my attention that Jenry has some kind of a closing. I don't. I
1: just gave a suggestion. Cause oh, you okay. keep, You keep trying to bullshit it every time, and it would just be nice if there was some premeditation.
0: Okay. Well, uh please you know give us give us some review on iTunes. I don't even care anymore. I'm um, City Council.
1: Say we say, say we're good so City Council will listen to us.
0: Send us send this episode to City Council.
1: Yeah. Um, make us the, the more popular we become, the more the more the heat increases on like, City Council. Like I just want to know why <laughs> like how how
0: is this something that is allowed to happen? Like in you know we're supposed to be like a civilized society. <laughs> And we let shit like this slip through the cracks. Yeah. Um, And on that note, it's happened again. (laughs) (laughs) You've wasted another perfectly good hour listening to Lame. We'd like to thank our executive producer, Charlie Carey. Oh, my God. We would not be able to do the show without you.
1: Charlie, what would we fucking do? We'd be be helpless on the floor with no mics.
0: That's right. Uh, We would have no agenda. We would have no mics. Literally, you run the show. Mm -hmm. Um, So thank you so much for just putting everything together. We would not be where we are without you. Don't overplay it. <laughs> um, you can you can contact us on Twitter, at LamePod. You can email us at lexlamepod at gmail.com. Uh, and, and even though parking garages everywhere collapse and destroy several cars but no people whenever they hear us say it, this is Lame. 正確實際上,121223位,七月正確第一號,一份電報,三十八,不信,希望我們猜拭到,